What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future opportunities. They partner with local industries and employers, ensuring their programs align to the needs of the community's workforce. Lake Michigan College can help you get to the future you want. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arty. Nobody was hurt after a house was shot up in St. Joseph early Friday morning. St. Joseph Public Safety says officers responded to a call of shots fired in the 2600 block of South State Street around 345 in the morning. Found three people inside the home. None of them were hurt. Through an investigation, that identified a person of interest. The 23-year-old Benton Township resident was later taken into custody at home in the 2200 block of Marquette Woods Road in Lincoln Township. Public Safety Director Steve Newbecker tells us that police had to wait outside the home for a while as they obtained a search warrant. Once they had it, the suspect was arrested. Newbecker says reports of a standoff at the location are overstated. Assisting in the shooting investigation were Lincoln Township Police, Bering County Sheriff's Department, St. Joseph Township Police Department, and the Benton Township Police Department. The shooting was the result of a personal dispute. The Michigan House Energy Reliability, Resilience, and Accountability Task Force has held a meeting in Benton Harbor to talk to Southwest Michigan residents about energy policy and the electric grid. Representative Joey Andrews hosted the meeting at Lake Michigan College Friday. Task Force was formed this year in response to lengthy power outages in southeast Michigan. Speaking Friday, Andrew Graber with the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers said keeping the lights on and reducing the length of outages will require more line workers. He says the state has been losing many. There is a huge knowledge loss just from a loss of retention. And a lot of that is in terms of the pay and people not staying here in Michigan. We are training, we're paying, and then they're leaving. That is a huge aspect for keeping power reliability in our state. Victoria Stewart with the League of Conservation Voters pushed new legislation that she said would give the state more power to address the issue. This legislation expands the Michigan Public Service Commission's authority to better regulate utility companies, enabling the Speakers voice their support for nuclear and solar energy. One said it's critical for Indiana Michigan Power to have a plan for the eventual closure of the Cook nuclear power plant, although that is still decades away. Indiana Michigan Power COO Steve Barker says the company is responding to climate change by seeking net zero emissions by 2035. Nuclear will be key to making that possible. Task Force will hold one more meeting in Pleasant Ridge before putting together a bipartisan bill package. State Representative Pauline Wenzel says the meetings have been, quote, a great first step, unquote. Berrien County is seeking a grant from the state to allow for early voting in state and federal elections. Speaking of the Board of Commissioners last week, Clerk Sharon Tyler says the grant opportunity has risen through the Michigan Department of State and the Michigan Bureau of Elections as a result of Proposal 2 being approved by voters last year. Tyler says under the new law, voters have to be given at least nine days prior to the election to cast their ballot. The grant would cover the cost of offering that opportunity. I am looking at two sites, one in the north and one in the south. We have 31 jurisdictions and 59 precincts. Tyler says the grant pays for equipment, staff, training and more. She would need 52 election workers spread across the two sites for those nine days. Tyler estimated the extra voting days would cost the county about $240,000. This was an unfunded mandate by the voters. The state of Michigan has allocated $30 million to early voting, and that's really a drop in the bucket to 83 counties. Tyler says she'll only focus on state and federal elections. The nine days of early voting is the minimum allowed under the new election law. She told commissioners time is short to apply for the grant because the deadline is September 8th. The board approved the grant application. 
Tyler said moving forward, the county will have to look at other grants or donations to continue early voting every year, unless the state comes through with regular funding. While something old could become new again for Michigan drivers, State Senator Mallory McMorrow of Royal Oak is introducing legislation to bring back those blue and black license plates that were popular from the 1980s to the early 2000s. So this is just going to add two new license plates to the options that Michiganders uh, currently have. Now, the Secretary of State's office introduced the Water Winter Wonderland plate a couple of years ago. That's kind of U of M colors. Uh, and it has quickly become one of the most popular options that drivers can choose from. So we know that there's an appetite out there. Uh, it would just be one of many options that you have to put on your car. Under the legislation, the plates would be available to Michigan motorists for an additional fee of $100. Extra revenue would go to the state's transportation budget and help fix a few more potholes and fund other road projects in Michigan. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arney.